Are you a Harry Potter fan looking for a new way to appreciate the series? Do you love delving into the characters, plot, and themes of your favorite stories? Then Muddle Snuggle, brought to you by Hustle Studios, is the podcast for you. Each week, we explore a different aspect of the Harry Potter series in a deep and meaningful way. But here's the catch, we do it in the most boring way possible. That's right, Muddle Snuggle is the ultimate Harry Potter snooze fest. So grab your wand, find a comfy spot, and get ready to snuggle up with us as we dive into the magical world of Hogwarts. Whether you're a diehard Harry Potter fan or just looking for a new way to enjoy the series, Muddle Snuggle has something for everyone. So join us and get ready to snuggle up with your favorite muggles as we explore the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Don't miss an episode to subscribe to Muggle Snuggle, brought to you by Hustle Studios, today. The present discourse elucidates the modifications I have made to my sleep regimen in order to manage the persistent condition of insomnia and sleep anxiety disorder. For individuals who experience difficulty falling asleep or exhibit anxiety related to their sleep, the following is a comprehensive guide aimed at reclaiming restful nights. During the early hours of the morning, my typical Google search queries include humorous feline recordings, vociferous cap rides, and ultimately, in a state of frustration, I hastily type assistance on my keyboard. I am currently experiencing difficulty in falling asleep while lying in bed. Which is silly, because I've read the sleep studies. I have consulted with numerous medical professionals and mental health practitioners, including a specialist in sleep therapy. The administration of medications resulted in an episode of somnambulism, during which the individual inadvertently ambulated to their front yard and engaged in micturition, causing personal embarrassment. The quality of my relationships, social interactions, and professional endeavors have been negatively impacted due to my personal struggles with obtaining restful sleep. Presently, I work as a writer specializing in wellness. This implies the existence of enterprises that have expended substantial sums to commission my composition of articles pertaining to the topic of sleep. Have I successfully addressed my issues with sleep? Although not completely, I am experiencing improved sleep quality in recent times. The author has discovered a personal solution and wishes to offer potential assistance to individuals who frequently engage in nocturnal walking in order to alleviate feelings of isolation. I comprehend the challenges you face in achieving restful sleep. The time was approaching 10 o'clock in the morning. This morning, prior to the emergence of my cognitive faculties. Initially, the individual's cognitive processes were directed towards determining the specific day of the week. Where are the writing assignments that are scheduled for submission today? It is advisable for me to rise from my current position and retrieve my planner, pen, and non-fiction book in preparation for my initial Pomodoro session. Let us proceed with the task at hand. The individual expresses a desire for coffee. While the ninja coffee maker brews, I observe the dripping process for a brief period, attired in my silk pajamas and socks. 
My subsequent contemplations pertain to the issue of sleep-related anxiety and its associated inquiries, specifically regarding the frequency of my nocturnal awakenings during the previous night. Have I once again engaged in the act of waking up and consuming food? This occurs on a daily basis in the morning. Upon awakening, I adhere to my body's natural circadian rhythm and experience a heightened state of alertness and enthusiasm for the day ahead. I proceed to engage in a meticulous evaluation of my previous night's sleep akin to a daily performance assessment. Additionally, I eagerly anticipate indulging in a cup of coffee as I plan out my day's agenda. Frequently, I am able to cope with insomnia proficiently. As a result of prior experience, I have acquired the skill of performing this task. Throughout my lifetime, I have perceived sleep as an adversary a colossal mythical creature emanating steam from its oral cavity. Intense gaze. The canine specimen exhibited a noticeable flow of saliva emanating from its mandibular region. In recent years, it has come to my attention that the possibility of overcoming the challenge of sleeplessness, which is often caused by a persistent and troublesome condition, may be unattainable. The statement lacks sufficient context and clarity to be considered academically sound. However, the individual has acquired the ability to confine their thoughts of him to a secluded and obscure location within their psyche, preventing his overwhelming presence in their consciousness. Early onset of inadequate sleep patterns in my life. My pursuit of improved sleep commenced at a tender age. I vocalized loudly from various infant sleeping apparatuses, including the bassinet, cradle, and crib. The onset of sleep did not appear to occur spontaneously. Insomnia in infants. Due to the persistent wakefulness of their newborn, my parents, who were fatigued, placed me in a car seat and proceeded to drive around the block in the wee hours of the night, occasionally for extended periods. The individuals had the expectation that the calming sound emitted by the automobile and the mild motion would induce a state of slumber in me. Occasionally, it was successful. Frequently, it was not the case. On a singular occasion, my progenitor expressed his exasperation by hurling an infant's feeding implement through a partition. Is it potentially traumatic for an infant, whose sole means of communication is crying, to be left to cry it out, as suggested by the doctor? The individual lacks knowledge or understanding on the subject matter. Insomnia in Toddlers During my early childhood years, I engaged in play activities involving a diminutive, pliable coin container that could be compressed to open. This occurred during my time as a toddler, as well as during my attendance at nursery school and early grade school. The entity consumed various objects. The object was observed to be in a state of aerial combat, emitting a low level of sound as it traversed through the atmosphere. On one occasion, I was granted permission to possess a 25-cent coin. I ingested it. Upon my arrival at home, my father attempted to extract information from me through an aggressive and forceful interrogation technique known as the upside-down shake. I refrained from sleeping during the designated nap time. The abundance of enjoyable stimuli was overwhelming. The environment was tranquil, allowing me to delve into my unrestrained creativity without any disruptions. Nocturnal episodes of intense fear and distress, commonly known as night terrors. During my early childhood, my parents expressed concerns regarding my peculiar nocturnal conduct. Prior to retiring for the night, my maternal figure consistently ensured my well-being by verifying my status. 
On numerous occasions, the subject observed the author in an upright seated position, gazing intently into the obscure void of their quarters, displaying a lack of reaction. Every evening, she would ensure that I was properly settled in bed before retiring with her worries for the night. Ultimately, a discussion was held between the individual and the pediatrician regarding atypical episodes of prolonged gaze fixation. The individuals in question provided reassurance to her, indicating that my condition was satisfactory and that there was no cause for concern. Subsequently, I acquired knowledge that the aforementioned experience could have been classified as a type of nocturnal terror, notwithstanding the fact that I cannot recollect experiencing any apprehension towards darkness whilst occupying my room during the night. I had a highly vivid dream life, with one particularly enjoyable dream involving the complete inundation of our residence with water. I would traverse from one limb to another in a manner reminiscent of a mermaid's locomotion. Nay walking. I surreptitiously left my bed at various times during the night. In a dimly lit abode where all occupants were in a state of slumber, I would aimlessly traverse through the corridors, the common area, and the culinary space. I consumed spoonfuls of granulated sucrose directly from a Tupperware container. The level of noise produced by sugar was comparatively lower than that of the Charles chips that were packaged in the large gold containers. I recollect engaging in imaginative play by suspending myself from the railing of my white iron bed using my hands and legs while simulating the arrival of the fictional character Wonder Woman to rescue me. The source of the information is unclear. Myself? Insomnia and adults, now we get to the juicy stuff. During my adolescent years, I engaged in the activity of reading books clandestinely with the aid of a flashlight while being under the covers. My sibling, who had a tendency to retire early and with whom I cohabitated and experienced significant emotional distress, engaged in vehement disputes with me regarding this matter. The individual folded the bed covers to create a tent-like structure, elevating their knees to secure the blankets. They proceeded to engage in literary consumption of Stephen King and Dean Kuhn's novels until experiencing drowsiness. I endeavored to resist the drowsiness that would periodically overwhelm me. I needed to proceed to the subsequent chapter. The subsequent day, even a substantial brass ensemble and a container of water would not have been able to rouse me prior to daybreak in order to prepare for my educational obligations. The queue for the lavatory in a densely packed household comprising of seven individuals was indeed tangible. Upon repeated requests from my mother, I would eventually awaken in a state of grogginess and reluctance. Subsequently, I would hastily don a heavy metal t-shirt, a pair of form-fitting jeans, and my sole pair of dark-hued boots. At that point in time, the supply of hot water had been depleted and individuals were taking turns utilizing the bathroom facilities. I acquired the skill of utilizing a spritz bottle for hairstyling and a luminous makeup mirror for cosmetic application. During the early hours of the morning, my sole desire was to collapse onto any available surface, whether it be the breakfast table or a heap of recently laundered clothing, and obtain a few additional moments of restful slumber. It is my belief that I did not achieve full mental alertness until the time of lunch. As an adult, I delayed the act of retiring to bed until my physical state could no longer sustain wakefulness. The outcome of my marriage during my early 20s was unfavorable. The individual's former spouse levied allegations of evading intimacy. The aforementioned statement was made by the speaker, not the individual in question. The speaker's statement can be paraphrased as follows, it is unacceptable for a husband to engage in non-consensual sexual activity with his wife. 
It is plausible that my decision to abstain from sexual activity was influenced by both physiological and psychological factors, compounded by the heightened stress of interpersonal relationships with individuals who lack comprehension. Additionally, it is possible that past traumatic experiences may have contributed to this confluence of distress. I have experimented with the use of sleep aids on a few occasions. The experience of sleepwalking was induced to such an extent that it elicited a sense of fear within me. On one occasion, I was awakened by the vocalization of my offspring, who inquired, Mother, what is the reason for your presence in my sleeping quarters? At that moment, the speaker found themselves situated alongside an individual, adopting a bodily posture akin to that of a vampire in repose, with no recollection of their arrival at said location. Other instances of sleepwalking occurred in a seemingly unconscious state. During a nocturnal experience, I envisioned myself rising from my slumber, venturing outdoors into the yard, and urinating onto the grass. Subsequently, I retrieved a glass of water from the kitchen, settled on the rear veranda, and contemplated the humorous aspect of my lack of pants. Upon awakening the following day, I recollected hazily and proceeded to verify the veracity of my recollection. To my observation, the receptacle containing potable liquid was situated adjacent to the rear entrance and had been partially consumed. The day after the incident, I recounted the embarrassing narrative to an acquaintance while enjoying a cup of coffee. The individual recounted a personal experience in which they had a dream about visiting Walmart and making several purchases, only to awaken the following day to discover the bags containing the items they had dreamt of were present on their kitchen table. I opted against the use of sleeping pills due to my overwhelming sense of fear. I experimented with the consumption of alcoholic beverages. After a period of time, during which I have resorted to consuming alcohol as a means of inducing sleep, I had developed a pattern of consuming six alcoholic beverages per night. This habit had a detrimental effect on my gastrointestinal well-being and resulted in weight gain. Subsequently, I ceased consuming alcoholic beverages. Alcohol consumption has been found to disrupt sleep patterns and does not promote improved sleep quality, which may not be common knowledge. Do you harbor any doubts regarding my statement? Empirical evidence has demonstrated its validity. Sleeping while under the influence of alcohol is not conducive to achieving a healthy and restful sleep. Following my divorce, I was engaged in a romantic relationship with a courteous and affable gentleman. This was during a period of alcohol consumption, who inquired with genuine concern and benevolence, what is the underlying reason for your apprehension towards falling asleep? What is the underlying cause of my fear of sleep? This inquiry had a profound impact on my perspective. At that moment, I became aware. My sleep patterns were not conducive to maintaining optimal health. It is probable that an initial manifestation of a sleep disorder of a physiological nature has subsequently become intertwined with experiences of psychological trauma. There is a significant amount of information that requires analysis and interpretation. The extent of the healing required is substantial. The current condition that I am grappling with is not merely the insomnia that I experienced during my childhood, but rather a more severe manifestation. I will refrain from delving into the persistent impact that my disrupted sleep patterns had on my interpersonal connections, social activities, and notably, my employment. The phenomenon persists in an ongoing manner. During a certain juncture in my late thirties, presumably subsequent to another admonishment for tardiness at work, I arrived at the determination that conquering this particular challenge would serve as the pivotal factor in achieving a contented and harmonious existence. 
the individual expressed a desire for a diagnosis of their condition, a prescribed remedy, and a swift resolution to their ailment. Done. The acquisition was made that certain issues may not be readily remediable. The condition that afflicts me, namely chronic insomnia and sleep anxiety disorder, necessitates a treatment approach that extends beyond the administration of a single medication. In actuality, the resolution of these circumstances necessitated a complete revision of my preconceived notions regarding the nature of sleep. The process necessitated a complete overhaul of my way of living, seeking assistance for my medical conditions. If any of the aforementioned points resonate with you, I express my empathy towards your situation. The experience of insomnia, even if occurring intermittently throughout the week, has the potential to cause significant disturbance to one's daily routine and have adverse effects on their overall physical and mental well-being. Perhaps, akin to my experience, insomnia is inducing sleep-related apprehension in you as well. Through my research on sleep conducted over the past few years, I have discovered that there exist multiple types of insomnia. If permitted, I would like to impart some of my acquired knowledge regarding this ailment and its propensity to become persistent for a significant number of individuals or result in psychological disorders. Subsequently, an examination will be conducted on the possibility of the presence of a correlated disorder, namely sleep anxiety. Insomnia is a sleep disorder characterized by difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, or both. It can lead to daytime fatigue, irritability, and difficulty concentrating. I recently sought consultation from Annie Miller, a behavioral sleep therapist affiliated with DC Metro Therapy, regarding the topic of insomnia and its precise definition. It is noteworthy that insomnia can manifest in various types, and an individual may experience difficulty with one or multiple types of insomnia. According to Miller, the condition known as sleep-onset insomnia refers to the difficulty an individual experiences when attempting to initiate sleep. Sleep maintenance insomnia also known as middle insomnia, is a condition where an individual experiences difficulty in returning to sleep after waking up during the night. Early morning awakening, also known as late insomnia, is characterized by the inability to return to sleep after waking up early in the morning. Insomnia can manifest in two forms, namely acute, which is short-term, and chronic, which is long-term. Upon examination, it has come to my attention that my predicaments pertain to both sleep-onset insomnia and sleep-maintenance insomnia. However, it is noteworthy that early morning wakening insomnia is seldom encountered by me. Indeed, during the early hours of the morning, my sleep is so profound that rousing myself from slumber via alarm has proven to be a challenging task. This has resulted in difficulties for me as well. Job Loss the challenge of sustaining an effective morning regimen. Moreover, scheduling crucial events such as medical appointments or social engagements in the morning is not feasible for me. The majority of my efforts are directed towards mitigating the other two forms of insomnia, and my ability to perform optimally in the mornings is contingent upon awakening naturally without the assistance of an alarm clock. My sleep routine has been structured around these challenges. Sleep disruptions, specifically insomnia, are widely prevalent in anxiety disorders. In fact, certain anxiety disorder definitions, such as generalized anxiety disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder, have included complaints of insomnia or nightmares. NCBI. The phenomenon of experiencing anxiety related to sleep is commonly referred to as sleep anxiety. Presently, I experience apprehension towards retiring to bed during the night. 
Frequently, it induces a state of heightened anxiety known as a panic attack. I am reclined in a supine position and perceive a palpable pulsation of my cardiac muscle. Tachypnea. The sensation of buzzing in the ears is akin to a sudden increase in blood pressure. The area of my forehead experiences perspiration. My mind is inundated with a flurry of thoughts that I attempt to dismiss with a swift gesture akin to shooing away pesky insects. Sleep anxiety refers to the apprehension or concern regarding the act of falling asleep. One may experience apprehension regarding the inability to initiate or maintain sleep. Somophobia, a specific phobia pertaining to sleep, is reported by certain individuals. Individuals may harbor concerns regarding potential negative occurrences during their sleep or may perceive the need to remain vigilant and alert, thereby inhibiting their inclination to sleep. The subject of discussion is the Cleveland Clinic. Sleep anxiety is a type of anxiety disorder that falls under the umbrella of various commonly occurring anxiety disorders. It is worth knowing that the author has received diagnoses for all five of these specific types at some point during their adult life. What are the factors that contribute to the onset of anxiety related to sleep? Causation and correlation are frequently interrelated, with the latter often serving as a contributing factor to the former. When an individual's chronic anxiety towards sleep arises, it is necessary to examine the factors that contribute to their negative associations with sleep and the potential causes of anxiety that may interfere with the relaxation, rest, and sleep induction process. If the inverse scenario is occurring, take into account the following. The presence of caffeine and nicotine or other similar stimulants within one system during the few hours preceding bedtime. The experience of trauma can potentially affect an individual's perception of sleep, their sense of security within their sleeping environment, and the potential for traumatic thoughts to intrude upon their bedtime routine. Various physical and mental health conditions have the potential to contribute to or induce sleep anxiety. Examples of such conditions include sleep disorders, anxiety disorders, and restless leg syndrome, RLS. See your doctor for diagnosis and treatment. Sleep disorders. The occurrence of external disruptions may elicit a fear or loss of control reaction that can have an adverse effect on an individual's sleep patterns. Example, your neighbors playing loud music at night may contribute to your nighttime anxiety. I sought the expertise of Greg Weeding, a professional specializing in trauma recovery and the practice of Reiki therapy. Whiting is the originator of Prisma, a framework that integrates trauma, neuroscience, and energy medicine with somatic and mindfulness-based practices. Whiting elucidated the correlation between stress and unresolved trauma on the quality of sleep. The individual's remarks provide an explanation for the association with trauma. Unresolved trauma and attachment wounding are significant factors that contribute to adverse effects on the body, brain, and nervous system. The presence of acute, chronic, and complex trauma can result in an inundation of the nervous system, thereby impeding the ability to attain a state of rest. Moreover, this phenomenon induces inflammation, undermines the immune system, hinders emotional processing, impairs cognitive function, and triggers hormonal irregularities. These factors can disrupt the natural circadian rhythms and sleep patterns, ultimately culminating in sleep-related anxiety. It is possible to address unresolved trauma and attachment wounds through the process of retraining the body, brain, and nervous system. This can lead to the identification of psychological safety and the restoration of a natural resting state and balanced circadian rhythms. 
the statement made by the individual is brief and lacks context or additional information. Whiting asserts that addressing unresolved trauma and managing stress are crucial factors in this context. As elucidated by the author, both of these methodologies have the potential to assist in resetting our circadian rhythm, which is our innate sleep pattern, thereby facilitating a more consistent and regulated nocturnal sleep. It is noteworthy to mention that sleep hygiene, a topic that has been extensively covered in my professional literature on sleep, holds significant importance. Sleep hygiene refers to the set of behaviors and practices that individuals engage in to promote optimal conditions for a restful and rejuvenating sleep. It can be argued that adopting healthy sleep habits has the potential to facilitate the process of detraumatization from the act of sleeping akin to a constructive form of exposure therapy. Alternatively, it may alter our internal dialogue surrounding sleep. Exploring the significance of sleep as a vital and salubrious physiological function can facilitate a shift in one's negative perception of sleep as a dispensable activity to a positive affirmation of its indispensability for the body. Consequently, consciously according priority to sleep assumes a habitual aspect of self-care and a means of self-prioritization each time one retires to bed. Annie Miller, a practitioner of behavioral sleep therapy, expounded on her perspective regarding sleep anxiety and its correlation with the diverse forms of insomnia. Sleep anxiety is a frequently observed phenomenon that is often linked with the condition of insomnia. Individuals who experience difficulties with sleep may exhibit concerns regarding their ability to initiate or maintain sleep or may be fixated on achieving a sufficient amount of sleep. Sleep anxiety is a condition that is marked by apprehension regarding the potential health consequences of insufficient sleep, as well as other anxiety-provoking cognitions related to sleep deprivation. An individual may experience apprehension and distress regarding their sleep patterns, which could persist throughout the entirety of the day. Anxiety pertaining to sleep frequently results in the development of insomnia. The perception of sleep deprivation as a dangerous and threatening condition is triggered by the brain's response to the anticipation of negative consequences. During the evening, the brain releases cortisol and adrenaline in response to a perceived sense of fear and danger. Cortisol and adrenaline are known to impede the brain's ability to attain a state of relaxation conducive to sleep, thereby contributing to wakefulness. This can result in difficulties with both initiating and maintaining sleep. Thus, it can be inferred that a cycle of fear of sleep equals inadequate sleep equals increased fear of sleep may not only be habitual, but also physiological. The exacerbation of sleeping difficulties and the onset of health issues, such as weight gain, can be attributed to the release of hormones. Empirical evidence indicates a correlation between insufficient sleep and subsequent weight increase, particularly among juvenile populations. Sleep anxiety disorder is a condition characterized by excessive worry and fear related to the act of falling asleep or staying asleep. This condition can lead to significant distress and impairment in daily functioning. Intermittent instances of sleep anxiety may be commonplace, but for certain individuals, it can manifest as a persistent condition akin to performance anxiety. Sleep deprivation can exacerbate anxiety, resulting in a vicious cycle of sleeplessness and distress. Individuals experiencing panic attacks during the evenings, worrisome thoughts regarding sleep, or other indications of insomnia and sleep-related anxiety should be aware that they need not endure such distressing symptoms. Acquiring knowledge about one's medical condition and seeking assistance from medical, therapeutic, and mental health experts can provide individuals with the ability to overcome their challenges and regain control over their sleep patterns.
present discourse elucidates the modifications I have made to my sleep regimen in order to manage the persistent condition of insomnia and sleep anxiety disorder. For individuals who experience difficulty falling asleep or exhibit anxiety related to their sleep, the following is a comprehensive guide aimed at reclaiming restful nights. During the early hours of the morning, my typical Google search queries include humorous feline recordings, vociferous cap rides, and ultimately, in a state of frustration, I hastily type assistance on my keyboard. I am currently experiencing difficulty in falling asleep while lying in bed, which is silly because I've read the sleep studies. I have consulted with numerous medical professionals and mental health practitioners, including a specialist in sleep therapy. The administration of medications resulted in an episode of somnambulism, during which the individual inadvertently ambulated to their front yard and engaged in micturition, causing personal embarrassment. The quality of my relationships, social interactions, and professional endeavors have been negatively impacted due to my personal struggles with obtaining restful sleep. Presently, I work as a writer specializing in wellness. This implies the existence of enterprises that have expended substantial sums to commission my composition of articles pertaining to the topic of sleep. Have I successfully addressed my issues with sleep? Although not completely, I am experiencing improved sleep quality in recent times. The author has discovered a personal solution and wishes to offer potential assistance to individuals who frequently engage in nocturnal walking in order to alleviate feelings of isolation. I comprehend the challenges you face in achieving restful sleep. The time was approaching 10 o'clock in the morning. This morning, prior to the emergence of my cognitive faculties. Initially, the individual's cognitive processes were directed towards determining the specific day of the week. Where are the writing assignments that are scheduled for submission today? It is advisable for me to rise from my current position and retrieve my planner, pen, and nonfiction book in preparation for my initial Pomodoro session. Let us proceed with the task at hand. The individual expresses a desire for coffee. While the ninja coffee maker brews, I observe the dripping process for a brief period, attired in my silk pajamas and socks. My subsequent contemplations pertain to the issue of sleep-related anxiety and its associated inquiries, specifically regarding the frequency of my nocturnal awakenings during the previous night. Have I once again engaged in the act of waking up and consuming food? This occurs on a daily basis in the morning. Upon awakening, I adhere to my body's natural circadian rhythm and experience a heightened state of alertness and enthusiasm for the day ahead. I proceed to engage in a meticulous evaluation of my previous night's sleep akin to a daily performance assessment. Additionally, I eagerly anticipate indulging in a cup of coffee as I plan out my day's agenda. Frequently, I am able to cope with insomnia proficiently. As a result of prior experience, I have acquired the skill of performing this task. Throughout my lifetime, I have perceived sleep as an adversary. A colossal mythical creature emanating steam from its oral cavity. Intense gaze. The canine specimen exhibited a noticeable flow of saliva emanating from its mandibular region. In recent years, it has come to my attention that the possibility of overcoming the challenge of sleeplessness, which is often caused by a persistent and troublesome condition, may be unattainable. The statement lacks sufficient context and clarity to be considered academically sound. However, the individual has acquired the ability to confine their thoughts of him to a secluded and obscure location within their psyche, preventing his overwhelming presence in their consciousness. 
early onset of inadequate sleep patterns in my life. My pursuit of improved sleep commenced at a tender age. I vocalized loudly from various infant sleeping apparatuses, including the bassinet, cradle, and crib. The onset of sleep did not appear to occur spontaneously. Insomnia in infants. Due to the persistent wakefulness of their newborn, my parents, who were fatigued, placed me in a car seat and proceeded to drive around the block in the wee hours of the night, occasionally for extended periods. The individuals had the expectation that the calming sound emitted by the automobile and the mild motion would induce a state of slumber in me. Occasionally, it was successful. Frequently, it was not the case. On a singular occasion, my progenitor expressed his exasperation by hurling an infant's feeding implement through a partition. Is it potentially traumatic for an infant whose sole means of communication is crying to be left to cry it out, as suggested by the doctor? The individual lacks knowledge or understanding on the subject matter. Insomnia in toddlers. During my early childhood years, I engaged in play activities involving a diminutive, pliable coin container that could be compressed to open. This occurred during my time as a toddler, as well as during my attendance at nursery school and early grade school. The entity consumed various objects. The object was observed to be in a state of aerial combat, emitting a low level of sound as it traversed through the atmosphere. On one occasion, I was granted permission to possess a 25-cent coin. I ingested it. Upon my arrival at home, my father attempted to extract information from me through an aggressive and forceful interrogation technique known as the upside-down shake. I refrained from sleeping during the designated nap time. The abundance of enjoyable stimuli was overwhelming. The environment was tranquil, allowing me to delve into my unrestrained creativity without any disruptions. Nocturnal episodes of intense fear and distress, commonly known as night terrors. During my early childhood, my parents expressed concerns regarding my peculiar nocturnal conduct. Prior to retiring for the night, my maternal figure consistently ensured my well-being by verifying my status. On numerous occasions, the subject observed the author in an upright seated position, gazing intently into the obscure void of their quarters, displaying a lack of reaction. Every evening, she would ensure that I was properly settled in bed before retiring with her worries for the night. Ultimately, a discussion was held between the individual and the pediatrician regarding atypical episodes of prolonged gaze fixation. The individuals in question provided reassurance to her, indicating that my condition was satisfactory and that there was no cause for concern. Subsequently, I acquired knowledge that the aforementioned experience could have been classified as a type of nocturnal terror, notwithstanding the fact that I cannot recollect experiencing any apprehension towards darkness whilst occupying my room during the night. I had a highly vivid dream life, with one particularly enjoyable dream involving the complete inundation of our residence with water. I would traverse from one limb to another in a manner reminiscent of a mermaid's locomotion. Night walking. I surreptitiously left my bed at various times during the night. In a dimly lit abode where all occupants were in a state of slumber, I would aimlessly traverse through the corridors, the common area, and the culinary space. I consumed spoonfuls of granulated sucrose directly from a Tupperware container. The level of noise produced by sugar was comparatively lower than that of the Charles chips that were packaged in the large gold containers. I recollect engaging in imaginative play by suspending myself from the railing of my white iron bed using my hands and legs while simulating the arrival of the fictional character Wonder Woman to rescue me. 
the source of the information is unclear. Myself? Insomnia and adults, now we get to the juicy stuff. During my adolescent years, I engaged in the activity of reading books clandestinely with the aid of a flashlight while being under the covers. My sibling, who had a tendency to retire early and with whom I cohabitated and experienced significant emotional distress, engaged in vehement disputes with me regarding this matter. The individual folded the bed covers to create a tent-like structure, elevating their knees to secure the blankets. They proceeded to engage in literary consumption of Stephen King and Dean Kuhn's novels until experiencing drowsiness. I endeavored to resist the drowsiness that would periodically overwhelm me. I needed to proceed to the subsequent chapter. The subsequent day, even a substantial brass ensemble and a container of water would not have been able to rouse me prior to daybreak in order to prepare for my educational obligations. The queue for the lavatory in a densely packed household comprising of seven individuals was indeed tangible. Upon repeated requests from my mother, I would eventually awaken in a state of grogginess and reluctance. Subsequently, I would hastily don a heavy metal t-shirt, a pair of form-fitting jeans, and my sole pair of dark hued boots. At that point in time, the supply of hot water had been depleted and individuals were taking turns utilizing the bathroom facilities. I acquired the skill of utilizing a spritz bottle for hairstyling and a luminous makeup mirror for cosmetic application. During the early hours of the morning, my sole desire was to collapse onto any available surface, whether it be the breakfast table or a heap of recently laundered clothing, and obtain a few additional moments of restful slumber. It is my belief that I did not achieve full mental alertness until the time of lunch. As an adult, I delayed the act of retiring to bed until my physical state could no longer sustain wakefulness. The outcome of my marriage during my early 20s was unfavorable. The individual's former spouse levied allegations of evading intimacy. The aforementioned statement was made by the speaker, not the individual in question. The speaker's statement can be paraphrased as follows, it is unacceptable for a husband to engage in non-consensual sexual activity with his wife. It is plausible that my decision to abstain from sexual activity was influenced by both physiological and psychological factors, compounded by the heightened stress of interpersonal relationships with individuals who lack comprehension. Additionally, it is possible that past traumatic experiences may have contributed to this confluence of distress. I have experimented with the use of sleep aids on a few occasions. The experience of sleepwalking was induced to such an extent that it elicited a sense of fear within me. On one occasion, I was awakened by the vocalization of my offspring, who inquired, Mother, what is the reason for your presence in my sleeping quarters? At that moment, the speaker found themselves situated alongside an individual, adopting a bodily posture akin to that of a vampire in repose, with no recollection of their arrival at said location. Other instances of sleepwalking occurred in a seemingly unconscious state. During a nocturnal experience, I envisioned myself rising from my slumber, venturing outdoors into the yard, and urinating onto the grass. Subsequently, I retrieved a glass of water from the kitchen, settled on the rear veranda, and contemplated the humorous aspect of my lack of pants. Upon awakening the following day, I recollected hazily and proceeded to verify the veracity of my recollection. To my observation, the receptacle containing potable liquid was situated adjacent to the rear entrance and had been partially consumed. The day after the incident, I recounted the embarrassing narrative to an acquaintance while enjoying a cup of coffee. 
The individual recounted a personal experience in which they had a dream about visiting Walmart and making several purchases, only to awaken the following day to discover the bags containing the items they had dreamt of were present on their kitchen table. I opted against the use of sleeping pills due to my overwhelming sense of fear. I experimented with the consumption of alcoholic beverages. After a period of time, during which I had resorted to consuming alcohol as a means of inducing sleep, I had developed a pattern of consuming six alcoholic beverages per night. This habit had a detrimental effect on my gastrointestinal well-being and resulted in weight gain. Subsequently, I ceased consuming alcoholic beverages. Alcohol consumption has been found to disrupt sleep patterns and does not promote improved sleep quality, which may not be common knowledge. Do you harbor any doubts regarding my statement? Empirical evidence has demonstrated its validity. Sleeping while under the influence of alcohol is not conducive to achieving a healthy and restful sleep. Following my divorce, I was engaged in a romantic relationship with a courteous and affable gentleman. This was during a period of alcohol consumption, who inquired with genuine concern and benevolence, what is the underlying reason for your apprehension towards falling asleep? What is the underlying cause of my fear of sleep? This inquiry had a profound impact on my perspective. At that moment, I became aware. My sleep patterns were not conducive to maintaining optimal health. It is probable that an initial manifestation of a sleep disorder of a physiological nature has subsequently become intertwined with experiences of psychological trauma. There is a significant amount of information that requires analysis and interpretation. The extent of the healing required is substantial. The current condition that I am grappling with is not merely the insomnia that I experienced during my childhood, but rather a more severe manifestation. I will refrain from delving into the persistent impact that my disrupted sleep patterns had on my interpersonal connections, social activities, and notably, my employment. The phenomenon persists in an ongoing manner. During a certain juncture in my late thirties, presumably subsequent to another admonishment for tardiness at work, I arrived at the determination that conquering this particular challenge would serve as the pivotal factor in achieving a contented and harmonious existence. The individual expressed a desire for a diagnosis of their condition, a prescribed remedy, and a swift resolution to their ailment. Done. The acquisition was made that certain issues may not be readily remediable. The condition that afflicts me, namely chronic insomnia and sleep anxiety disorder, necessitates a treatment approach that extends beyond the administration of a single medication. In actuality, the resolution of these circumstances necessitated a complete revision of my preconceived notions regarding the nature of sleep. The process necessitated a complete overhaul of my way of living, seeking assistance for my medical conditions. If any of the aforementioned points resonate with you, I express my empathy towards your situation. The experience of insomnia, even if occurring intermittently throughout the week, has the potential to cause significant disturbance to one's daily routine and have adverse effects on their overall physical and mental well-being. Perhaps, akin to my experience, insomnia is inducing sleep-related apprehension in you as well. Through my research on sleep conducted over the past few years, I have discovered that there exist multiple types of insomnia. If permitted, I would like to impart some of my acquired knowledge regarding this ailment and its propensity to become persistent for a significant number of individuals or result in psychological disorders. Subsequently, an examination will be conducted on the possibility of the presence of a correlated disorder, namely sleep anxiety. Insomnia is a sleep disorder characterized by difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, 
or both. It can lead to daytime fatigue, irritability, and difficulty concentrating. I recently sought consultation from Annie Miller, a behavioral sleep therapist affiliated with DC Metro Therapy, regarding the topic of insomnia and its precise definition. It is noteworthy that insomnia can manifest in various types, and an individual may experience difficulty with one or multiple types of insomnia. According to Miller, the condition known as sleep-onset insomnia refers to the difficulty an individual experiences when attempting to initiate sleep. Sleep maintenance insomnia, also known as middle insomnia, is a condition where an individual experiences difficulty in returning to sleep after waking up during the night. Early morning awakening, also known as late insomnia, is characterized by the inability to return to sleep after waking up early in the morning. Insomnia can manifest in two forms, namely acute, which is short-term, and chronic, which is long-term. Upon examination, it has come to my attention that my predicaments pertain to both sleep-onset insomnia and sleep-maintenance insomnia. However, it is noteworthy that early morning wakening insomnia is seldom encountered by me. Indeed, during the early hours of the morning, my sleep is so profound that rousing myself from slumber via alarm has proven to be a challenging task. This has resulted in difficulties for me as well. Job loss. The challenge of sustaining an effective morning regimen. Moreover, scheduling crucial events such as medical appointments or social engagements in the morning is not feasible for me. The majority of my efforts are directed towards mitigating the other two forms of insomnia, and my ability to perform optimally in the mornings is contingent upon awakening naturally without the assistance of an alarm clock. My sleep routine has been structured around these challenges. Sleep disruptions, specifically insomnia, are widely prevalent in anxiety disorders. In fact, certain anxiety disorder definitions, such as generalized anxiety disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder, have included complaints of insomnia or nightmares. NCBI The phenomenon of experiencing anxiety related to sleep is commonly referred to as sleep anxiety. Presently, I experience apprehension towards retiring to bed during the night. Frequently, it induces a state of heightened anxiety known as a panic attack. I am reclined in a supine position and perceive a palpable pulsation of my cardiac muscle. Tachypnea. The sensation of buzzing in the ears is akin to a sudden increase in blood pressure. The area of my forehead experiences perspiration. My mind is inundated with a flurry of thoughts that I attempt to dismiss with a swift gesture akin to shooing away pesky insects. Sleep anxiety refers to the apprehension or concern regarding the act of falling asleep. One may experience apprehension regarding the inability to initiate or maintain sleep. Somnophobia, a specific phobia pertaining to sleep, is reported by certain individuals. Individuals may harbor concerns regarding potential negative occurrences during their sleep or may perceive the need to remain vigilant and alert, thereby inhibiting their inclination to sleep. The subject of discussion is the Cleveland Clinic. Sleep anxiety is a type of anxiety disorder that falls under the umbrella of various commonly occurring anxiety disorders. It is worth knowing that the author has received diagnoses for all five of these specific types at some point during their adult life. What are the factors that contribute to the onset of anxiety related to sleep? Causation and correlation are frequently interrelated, with the latter often serving as a contributing factor to the former. 
When an individual's chronic anxiety towards sleep arises, it is necessary to examine the factors that contribute to their negative associations with sleep and the potential causes of anxiety that may interfere with the relaxation, rest, and sleep induction process. If the inverse scenario is occurring, take into account the following. The presence of caffeine and nicotine or other similar stimulants within one system during the few hours preceding bedtime. The experience of trauma can potentially affect an individual's perception of sleep, their sense of security within their sleeping environment, and the potential for traumatic thoughts to intrude upon their bedtime routine. Various physical and mental health conditions have the potential to contribute to or induce sleep anxiety. Examples of such conditions include sleep disorders, anxiety disorders, and restless leg syndrome, RLS. See your doctor for diagnosis and treatment. Sleep disorders. The occurrence of external disruptions may elicit a fear or loss of control reaction that can have an adverse effect on an individual's sleep patterns. Example, your neighbors playing loud music at night may contribute to your nighttime anxiety. I sought the expertise of Greg Weaving, a professional specializing in trauma recovery and the practice of Reiki therapy. Whiting is the originator of Prisma, a framework that integrates trauma, neuroscience, and energy medicine with somatic and mindfulness-based practices. Whiting elucidated the correlation between stress and unresolved trauma on the quality of sleep. The individual's remarks provide an explanation for the association with trauma. Unresolved trauma and attachment wounding are significant factors that contribute to adverse effects on the body, brain, and nervous system. The presence of acute, chronic, and complex trauma can result in an inundation of the nervous system, thereby impeding the ability to attain a state of rest. Moreover, this phenomenon induces inflammation, undermines the immune system, hinders emotional processing, impairs cognitive function, and triggers hormonal irregularities. These factors can disrupt the natural circadian rhythms and sleep patterns, ultimately culminating in sleep-related anxiety. It is possible to address unresolved trauma and attachment wounds through the process of retraining the body, brain, and nervous system. This can lead to the identification of psychological safety and the restoration of a natural resting state and balanced circadian rhythms. The statement made by the individual is brief and lacks context or additional information. Whiting asserts that addressing unresolved trauma and managing stress are crucial factors in this context. As elucidated by the author, both of these methodologies have the potential to assist in resetting our circadian rhythm, which is our innate sleep pattern, thereby facilitating a more consistent and regulated nocturnal sleep. It is noteworthy to mention that sleep hygiene, a topic that has been extensively covered in my professional literature on sleep, holds significant importance. Sleep hygiene refers to the set of behaviors and practices that individuals engage in to promote optimal conditions for a restful and rejuvenating sleep. It can be argued that adopting healthy sleep habits has the potential to facilitate the process of detraumatization from the act of sleeping akin to a constructive form of exposure therapy. Alternatively, it may alter our internal dialogue surrounding sleep. Exploring the significance of sleep as a vital and salubrious physiological function can facilitate a shift in one's negative perception of sleep as a dispensable activity to a positive affirmation of its indispensability for the body. Consequently, consciously according priority to sleep assumes a habitual aspect of self-care and a means of self-prioritization each time one retires to bed. Annie Miller, a practitioner of behavioral sleep therapy, expounded on her perspective regarding sleep anxiety and its correlation with the diverse forms of insomnia. 
Sleep anxiety is a frequently observed phenomenon that is often linked with the condition of insomnia. Individuals who experience difficulties with sleep may exhibit concerns regarding their ability to initiate or maintain sleep, or may be fixated on achieving a sufficient amount of sleep. Sleep anxiety is a condition that is marked by apprehension regarding the potential health consequences of insufficient sleep, as well as other anxiety-provoking cognitions related to sleep deprivation. An individual may experience apprehension and distress regarding their sleep patterns, which could persist throughout the entirety of the day. Anxiety pertaining to sleep frequently results in the development of insomnia. The perception of sleep deprivation as a dangerous and threatening condition is triggered by the brain's response to the anticipation of negative consequences. During the evening, the brain releases cortisol and adrenaline in response to a perceived sense of fear and danger. Cortisol and adrenaline are known to impede the brain's ability to attain a state of relaxation conducive to sleep, thereby contributing to wakefulness. This can result in difficulties with both initiating and maintaining sleep. Thus, it can be inferred that a cycle of fear of sleep equals inadequate sleep equals increased fear of sleep may not only be habitual, but also physiological. The exacerbation of sleeping difficulties and the onset of health issues, such as weight gain, can be attributed to the release of hormones. Empirical evidence indicates a correlation between insufficient sleep and subsequent weight increase, particularly among juvenile populations. Sleep anxiety disorder is a condition characterized by excessive worry and fear related to the act of falling asleep or staying asleep. This condition can lead to significant distress and impairment in daily functioning. Intermittent instances of sleep anxiety may be commonplace, but for certain individuals, it can manifest as a persistent condition akin to performance anxiety. Sleep deprivation can exacerbate anxiety, resulting in a vicious cycle of sleeplessness and distress. Individuals experiencing panic attacks during the evenings, worrisome thoughts regarding sleep, or other indications of insomnia and sleep-related anxiety should be aware that they need not endure such distressing symptoms. Acquiring knowledge about one's medical condition and seeking assistance from medical, therapeutic, and mental health experts can provide individuals with the ability to overcome their challenges and regain control over their sleep patterns. Please review the following symptoms that can be attributed to sleep anxiety. I have personally experienced each of these symptoms. Experiencing pre-sleep anxiety. Panic attacks that occurred during the nighttime, commonly referred to as nocturnal panic attacks. The individual experiences varying degrees of fear and apprehension regarding the act of retiring to bed, ranging from extreme or intense fear to mild fear or dread. Somophobia, or the phobia of sleep, is a condition characterized by an irrational and persistent fear of falling asleep or staying asleep. Worry that you won't be able to fall asleep or stay asleep. Sweating. Tachycardia. Tachypnea. Symptoms of flushing or chills are commonly reported in patients. Trembling. The concern regarding the inability to attain sufficient sleep leading to waking up punctually. A discourse on restless leg syndrome, RLS. Restless leg syndrome. Restless leg syndrome, RLS, first manifested during my childhood, specifically in my lower limbs. Currently, I am experiencing symptoms in additional regions of my anatomy. During periods of exacerbation, achieving restful sleep becomes exceedingly difficult. RLS is distinct from muscular soreness or tension and instead refers to a sensation of heightened muscular anxiety. 
individuals may experience prompts to engage in physical movements such as wiggling, stretching, walking, or performing exercises such as push-ups and squats during nocturnal hours as a means of alleviating tension. Note, a warm bath with Epsom salts also helps. Fortunately, the utilization of CBD appears to have significantly mitigated my restless leg syndrome, RLS, to a considerable extent. This outcome may be attributed to a neurological advantage that has yet to be substantiated, or alternatively, it may be a result of the soothing properties of CBD. It is important to note that only one CBD product has been sanctioned by the FDA for medicinal purposes, specifically for the prevention of seizures. Previously, the author consumed full-spectrum CBD, which contains THC. However, they have since transitioned to using broad-spectrum CBD, which does not contain THC. The psychoactive compound THC, while possessing sedative properties, appear to exacerbate my nocturnal eating behavior. Shocker, right? Typical treatments for anxiety related to sleep. After analyzing my unconventional sleeping patterns and discussing the relevant particulars that could potentially enhance your comprehension of your own sleep-related predicaments, what measures can be taken to address this issue? Let us discuss the final point. As individual experiences vary, it may require a process of experimentation on the part of the individual to determine, with patience and self-compassion, the most effective approach for optimizing their physical and mental well-being. Acquire knowledge regarding the factors that prompt you to maintain distance. Personally, engaging in phone conversations tends to elicit a state of heightened arousal within me, characterized by increased physical activity, accelerated respiration, and rapid cognitive processing, typically manifesting within a few minutes of initiating the call. It is challenging for me to disengage and initiate sleep. I have incorporated a recurring do not disturb sequence on my mobile device in order to protect my designated sleeping period and relaxation period. For individuals who engage in nocturnal doom-scrolling, this technique may aid in the development of cognitive habits that discourage the response to notifications during late hours and subsequently prevent the occurrence of aimless scrolling that can be unproductive. It is important to note that prioritizing one's sleep hours over engaging in excessive and negative online content consumption, commonly referred to as doom-scrolling, is crucial for overall well-being. The practice of maintaining good sleep habits and behaviors is commonly referred to as sleep hygiene. The practice of sleep hygiene, despite its colloquial connotations, is a legitimate approach that, if consistently applied, can significantly impact both the quality of one's sleep and their overall perception of it. Sleep hygiene encompasses all the practices that facilitate the process of falling asleep and maintaining uninterrupted sleep throughout the night. Despite the unavailability of medical professionals or therapists, one can still achieve noteworthy enhancements in their sleep hygiene through self-directed efforts. The maintenance of good sleep hygiene requires a comprehensive and multifaceted strategy. It is imperative to address and enhance every aspect of the approach in order to alleviate sleep anxiety and ameliorate insomnia. 
Firstly, it is necessary to eliminate stimuli that may interfere with sleep, particularly during the hour preceding bedtime. It has been observed that even the slightest of stimuli, such as the red light blip on a smoke detector, the ticking of a clock, the snoring of a cat, a passing car in the parking lot, a crack of thunder, and, regrettably, a partner's breathing or movement can significantly disturb the sleep process, leading to a state of wakefulness. Additionally, it is necessary to stimulate the body to produce and release melatonin. The release of melatonin, the chemical responsible for inducing sleep, is naturally stimulated by darkness. Melatonin can be consumed through a dietary supplement or induced endogenously by minimizing exposure to light during the hour preceding bedtime. The aforementioned items encompass electronic devices such as televisions, mobile phones, overhead lights, lamps, night lights, and the small red or green indicators present on various electronic gadgets. Melatonin serves as an endogenous signal for inducing sleepiness and promoting the onset of sleep. One possible way to enhance or augment the production of melatonin is by means of stimulation or supplementation. Diminishing the intensity of illumination, especially blue light from electronics. It is recommended to utilize blackout curtains in the bedroom. It is recommended to utilize a sleep mask. It is recommended to establish a consistent nightly routine of gradually reducing the intensity of lighting and engaging in calming activities to prepare for rest. It is advisable to establish a consistent bedtime routine to facilitate the process of falling asleep. Adhere to consistent wind down and lights out schedules, even during weekends, in order to maintain stability of your circadian rhythm and melatonin production. One may consider taking melatonin supplements or a combination of CBD and melatonin approximately one hour prior to bedtime. It is recommended that individuals engage in a conversation with their healthcare provider. Certain medical conditions, like aging, menopause, etc., can cause a reduction in melatonin production. Incorporating a habitual pre-sleep meditation routine may facilitate the development of cognitive strategies to circumvent anxiety and promote restful sleep. A study has shown that the implementation of mindfulness meditation interventions resulted in a significant improvement in the quality of sleep. The quality of sleep can be influenced by the sleeping environment. It is believed by researchers that thermal comfort may have a noteworthy impact, however, there is a limited amount of research available on the relationship between sleeping environment and sleep quality. Given that physical comfort and anxiety have been observed to have an adverse impact on sleep quality, it is recommended that individuals prioritize their sleeping environment to establish optimal conditions for restful sleep. The author suggests that establishing well-defined limits with their assertive feline, minimizing auditory and visual stimuli, donning smooth and comfortable sleepwear, maintaining a slightly chilly indoor temperature, and utilizing moderately weighted and velvety bed linens are the optimal sleep conditions for them. Additionally, the author advises against wearing socks during sleep due to their tendency to cause discomfort and overheating and encourages readers to identify and apply their own preferred sleep conditions. Annie Miller provided me with valuable sleep hygiene recommendations, many of which I am currently implementing on a regular basis. Miller presents a fourfold approach aimed at ameliorating one's adverse association with sleep. The approach is grounded on the premise that modifying our thoughts and behaviors pertaining to sleep can alleviate sleep-related anxiety. Position your phone, which has been set to an alarm, at a distance from your bed and relocate any other timekeeping devices to a location that is not within your line of sight. 
In the event of experiencing difficulty in falling asleep, it is recommended to discontinue the attempt and engage in a low-intensity activity until the sensation of sleepiness is regained. Limit the duration of time spent in bed. Miller explicated that the counterintuitive aspect of sleep anxiety is that allowing excessive time for sleep exacerbates the issue. It is recommended to restrict the time spent in bed to a specific time frame. Having an increased sleep drive, which refers to the body's natural inclination to sleep, can facilitate the process of both falling asleep and remaining asleep. It is advisable to be mindful of apprehensive thoughts regarding sleep and work and endeavor to restructure them into thoughts that are deemed more logical. The establishment of a personalized sleep hygiene regimen has significantly ameliorated my sleep-related apprehension. The author asserts that the establishment of sound sleep hygiene is crucial for enhancing sleep quality, which has been acquired through consistent implementation and experimentation. Consequently, the author primarily focuses on improving their sleep patterns in this area. During moments of panic, I engage in a self-soothing technique by petting my canine companion, Josie, who is a chorky breed. I practice deep breathing exercises until I am able to regain a sense of calm. The presence of my companion during my sleeping hours significantly alleviates my nocturnal anxiety and mitigates the symptoms of my persistent post-traumatic stress disorder. CPTSD The feline, to a lesser extent. The individual in question ought to be prohibited from accessing my bedroom, although I am hesitant to take such action against them. Due to prolonged computer usage, the individual had their eyeglasses customized with blue light blocking technology. In preparation for sleep, I engage in a pre-sleep routine several hours prior to my desired bedtime. This routine includes the ingestion of a high-dose CBD supplement that is combined with melatonin. Following this, I engage in a leisurely reading activity for approximately one hour. Subsequently, the lights were turned off. My sleep routine involves the utilization of a sleep mask, the implementation of deep breathing techniques, and the incorporation of calming music. Presently, I am sleeping in solitude. Apart from the experience of loneliness, I express gratitude for the absence of the need to provide justification for my restless behavior, which includes frequent disruptions to my sleep, such as getting up to urinate, consuming a bowl of cereal, aimlessly wandering through my apartment while pondering the reason for my wakefulness, or in the most severe instances, engaging in further reading activities. Presently, I experience improved quality of sleep and successfully manage my anxiety. The process of preparing for sleep and achieving a state of slumber typically requires a significant amount of time for me, and despite these efforts, I experience multiple instances of waking throughout the night. However, my emotional response to this situation has improved significantly. I have endeavored to adopt my inherent circadian rhythm and provide my physique with the requisite tranquil assistance to facilitate improved sleep onset and quality eliminating the possibility of pre-existing medical conditions. If an individual experiences difficulty in sleeping, it may be advisable to seek the assistance of a healthcare provider. Medical professionals possess comprehensive knowledge of your health history and are capable of conducting diagnostic evaluations to detect any latent health issues that might be causing your restlessness during sleep. Pharmaceutical intervention may be necessary to effectively manage symptoms and promote restful sleep. It is advisable to consult with a medical professional regarding the potential interaction of CBD with one's current medications and supplements prior to its consumption. 
Although CBD has demonstrated significant benefits for me, it is possible that you may not be a suitable candidate for utilizing cannabis derivatives due to various reasons. Therefore, you may require assistance in initiating the use of CBD and utilizing it prudently to enhance your sleep. According to the Cleveland Clinic, various health conditions and sleep disorders may be contributing to an individual's sleep difficulties. There exists a correlation between depression and various sleep disturbances. However, other mental health conditions, including obsessive compulsive disorder, attention deficit slash hyperactivity disorder, and post-traumatic stress disorder may also play a role. The phenomenon of experiencing frightening and distressing dreams during sleep, commonly referred to as nightmares or night terrors, has been a topic of interest in the field of psychology. Restless leg syndrome, RLS, is a neurological disorder characterized by an irresistible urge to move the legs, often accompanied by uncomfortable sensations in the legs. Sleep disorders such as insomnia, sleep apnea, and narcolepsy are common conditions that affect the quality and quantity of sleep in individuals. The persistent experience of physical discomfort and disease. Adverse effects of medication. The act of ingesting alcoholic beverages or substances that stimulate the central nervous system, such as caffeine and nicotine. Physical ailments such as ulcers, asthma, or an injury. The study of the relationship between genetics and aging. It is recommended to seek the assistance of a licensed therapist. Given the strong association between sleep disorders and mental health conditions, it is advisable to consider seeking therapeutic intervention for sleep-related anxiety or sleep anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders, which encompass a variety of types, are mental and physical conditions that may be effectively treated through a range of therapeutic measures and strategies. Sleep therapists possess specialized knowledge in assisting individuals in comprehending their sleep cycle, sleep pattern, physiological sleep-wake triggers, and in implementing adjustments to their sleep environment and hygiene to foster optimal and consistent sleep habits. A therapist who specializes in sleep-related issues may recommend pharmacological interventions, cognitive behavioral therapy, or refer individuals to a sleep assessment to identify potential sleep disorders. A sleep study can facilitate the identification of precise sleep disturbances and physiological alterations that transpire during the sleep cycle. Sleep disorders, such as sleep apnea, are frequently diagnosed through the utilization of a sleep study conducted in a sleep laboratory with the aid of monitoring equipment. Additional recommendations for improving sleep quality. It is advisable to avoid the consumption of caffeine beyond a certain time of the day. Utilize a monitoring device, such as a Fitbit, in conjunction with a pairing application to analyze one's sleep-wake cycles. It is advisable to limit engaging in mentally stimulating activities close to bedtime. It is advisable to curtail or restrict evening social activities in case they excessively stimulate an individual, trigger an anxiety response, or disturb their nocturnal routine. Prior to bedtime, it is recommended to engage in calming and relaxation techniques such as taking a warm bath, performing light stretching, practicing yoga, engaging in meditation, utilizing deep breathing techniques, participating in talk therapy through a therapy application or support group, engaging in journaling or reading. The key takeaway regarding sleep support. There is no singular approach to remedying one's sleep patterns. If an individual has been consistently seeking to attain a restful night's sleep for an extended period, it is imperative to accord priority to sleep, similar to the importance given to heart health, brain health, weight management, and physical and mental fitness. Indeed, 
All those endeavors will be inconsequential if one's physical state is not experiencing adequate sleep. The optimal functioning of the human body is contingent upon obtaining sufficient sleep, which has the potential to enhance various facets of one's daily existence. I am uncertain about the subsequent progression of my sleep narrative. I'll keep making my sleep hygiene an important part of my daily routine. I will continue to consume CBD and melatonin. The author expresses a nightly routine of affectionately patting and kissing their dog, conveying a sense of endearment towards their pet. The author also suggests that this routine may eventually lead to a greater anticipation for bedtime. I express my gratitude for your attentive listening. I hope that you are able to achieve restful and rejuvenating sleep.